Hello again, everyone, new listeners and followers alike. Welcome to the podcast. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am Enning, and thank you for joining us on the Oh Those Toes podcast. This is episode 210, and got a little bit to talk about today. Uh, so, I have noticed that among what I will call vanilla men, uh, it seems invariably they all have this fantasy in the back of their head. They all want to go to a nude beach. Um, never really thought about it. Because for a foot fetishist, isn't every beach a nude beach? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> I mean, just summer alone wearing flip-flops in the grocery store is <laughs> and an even opportunity. Even in the winter time, there is just always an opportunity to see. Uh, could I say feet in the wild? <laughs> and whether it's accidental, incidental, you're being a dirty voyeur, or she's being a complete exhibitionist. Oh, the opportunities to uh, just see feet in 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 your normal and daily life. Um, and one of the pretty amazing things about our fetish, uh, you know, maybe the fact that it is sort of closeted, um, or it's just one of those things that women don't think about. Um, you know, aside from breastfeeding, which we're not going to sexualize and not going to create that whole crazy debate out there in your daily nine to five you're not seeing exposed breasts you're not seeing exposed ass uh, nightclubs you're seeing pretty close to uh, but <laughs> well opportunities to see feet well i'm i like i think that breastfeeding is sexy uh so i won't like I, when I when I do see somebody breastfeeding, I do gawk at them a little bit, but it's more of a, um, it's not a sexual feeling. It's more of like uh, I'm impressed that they're doing that, and because it's really difficult. Um, but having a person with milk in their breasts is extremely sexy to me. Um, I feel I felt because I don't breastfeed anymore, but I felt extremely sexy when I had my breast full of milk and I could spray that shit everywhere, <laughs> like from across the room, you know, point it at my husband's face and spray him with it. So, um, well, I, I don't want to get off uh, the crazy <laughs> breastfeeding podcast, but you know, there are a lot of guys who do have the, the breastfeeding, uh, or lactating breast fetish without a doubt. Um, not any fetish we've ever talked about on the show before because don't there's know there's a whole it... lot of crossover aside from say, like there's... the one aside from <laughs> the, the the old expression barefoot and pregnant but aside from like that one mental image no not really yeah and and well but you know what though that's when your feet get bigger that's when women get bigger feet and wider feet because mm. all the hormones in the body just make everything expand our hips expand so our feet do as well it's crazy um, 
but yeah and then for for me uh you know when i get pedicures i i, I feel exposed a little bit and so if there are men getting their feet done there and i sometimes don't like the male technicians to do it because hmm. i've had i've had um several experiences where they've really like it's obvious that the guy likes feet you yeah. know they, they talk about that stereotype the the first and obvious stereotype is the uh the shoe store clerk and i think we mentioned it briefly and i said i would never do the shoe store clerk thing because yeah while there's the opportunity to see some pretty feet there's also an opportunity to see some awful feet you don't get to discriminate plus right. i think although we'll talk about uh you know seeing feet at work you know, spending your entire day exposed to the subject of your fetish. I don't know, just did the, working the whole day with a boner or, or <laughs> worse, working the whole day and seeing, you know, take the Al Bundy route and see nothing but the most unattractive women and the, with the most unattractive feet. Yeah, no, not not a crapshoot I'd like to take while that's my actual sexual interest. Well, I think that, you know, you're you're pretty unique. Uh, you're a pretty unique guy. Uh, there are men out there that they just want feet. They don't care what kind of feet. They just want feet. I no, mean, at, you at know, within reason. Nail tech, during the course of his job, while he's uh, buffing your feet with a boner, um, <laughs> he's no matter what foot he starts with, he's at least brought it up about five degrees of sexy by the end of his job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a, you know, I don't know, there's a a whole nother side of the fetish to that, that it, you know, he feels good in making women feel beautiful. I mean, that's, I've, I've never seen a boner, though, I will say that I can't say that I've seen or, you know, I did catch the owner, though, taking pictures, like creeping. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. Um, and the, I actually... the creep shot discussion we've had before, only because <laughs> you've jokingly uh, tried to get me to, to creep shot well, at work. I'm going to say it again. That's different because the intent behind that is just curiosity. It's just to talk about the feet. It's not like you're taking pictures and you're going to the bathroom to masturbate. You know what I mean? Like it's different. It's your you know, your friend is asking you for them. You're not going around taking pictures of all kinds of women. At least, I don't think. <laughs> uh, no, the women who I take pictures of know I take their picture. And uh, we've planned to take pictures. Yeah, so, well, there you go. <laughs> A little bit different. And not going to ask the general public at work, uh, hey, do you mind if I shoot? No, just can't can't do that. Not, not in my building. <laughs> So I guess today's topic is accidental boners. <laughs> <laughs> today's topic is public foot display and everything that goes along with it, including the accidental boners. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, the, the few gentlemen that have given me a pedicure have been absolute darlings about it. Um, one of them, though, I refused to go back to because um, the first time I went to him, I was pregnant. And was that the one who asked if he could lick them dry? 
I've never had that. I've never had anyone ask me that in person. No. <laughs> um, but he he did like massage an, a ridiculous amount of time. Like I had to tell him like, hey, I got to go. It's been fucking two hours, right? Uh, but I thought it was because I was pregnant and he was being nice. And I'm generally a really good tipper. And that's I'm known to be like they fight for me, right, to do my feet at the nail salon. Um, and so I thought maybe he was just trying to, and he's not the best at polish. So I think he was just trying really, I originally thought he was just trying really hard to be my guy, right. Be the main guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went, I didn't really like that place so much. I went to another place and I went back not too long ago and I got a creepy vibe. I, I did like he massages and then makes eye contact you know like he's waiting for a response like i think he wants me to uh make yummy yeah make yummy noises you know (laughs) and he asks like how's that is that okay is that okay and i'm like yeah dude it's a fucking pedicure move on (laughs) well so he gives the vibe and it's obvious yeah he does sometimes that's not the same one that took the picture though it's not the same one that took the picture completely different in in talking to a lot of our female friends our female followers um you the ones who are trying not to get the vibe but you can tell they're looking um and i i would say i might have i can remember a couple times when i got caught looking i'm usually not not one to stare or anything but you know my gaze gets caught and absent-minded and then suddenly you notice that you've been noticed looking it happens do you continue to stare and pretend like you've just been staring off into space that you weren't actually looking at her foot (laughs) i I couldn't tell you exactly what i do um you know pretend that you're looking past the foot (laughs) behind the foot Of course, now the one that's in my mind, I think, is the story I told. Uh, I told it somewhere around Christmas time with uh, with the coworker who was literally trying to show me the run and the sole of her uh, her pantyhose, and uh, you know, where there it's just like the only polite thing to do is to stare at her foot, and you know, I <laughs> just willing myself not to turn red. <laughs> <laughs> but did it create, you know, an erection? <laughs> No, no, I, I am not that much of a horny ape that I just get an erection every time I uh, see a pair of feet. Yeah. It would be hard to exist on this planet. Um, but I was a little flustered. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was definitely interested. Um, yeah, I, um, I asked the question. I mean, of everybody, right, on our Instagram and FetLife. Um, I I asked the question of my husband, actually, just a few minutes ago. Uh, I didn't think to ask him. I don't know why we've been married so long. It just didn't cross my mind. I But I asked him if he had any any stories where he, um, you know, accidentally came across a nice pair of feet that turned him on. And he originally said no. Uh, he said, I don't know. He said, I'm not, he said, it takes a lot. He said, I can't just look at a foot and it's an instant hard on. Yeah. I'm kind of with him. Yeah. And, and I said, well, you know, I think that that's probably because you have 
a decent pair of feet that you get to play with regularly. But if you didn't have someone to engage in your fetish or if, definitely, you know, then, then it would be everywhere, right? It's, he would notice feet everywhere, but he doesn't oh, have yeah. that High need. College days, <clears throat> very different answer to, to me now. Well, so his he gave me a story that because I, I said, think back, like dig deep, like in high school. And he said, no, I don't think. And he said, wait a minute. He said, of course, in high school. But, you know, everything gives you boners in high school. Right. Like she wears a tight pair of jeans. She wears a tight pair of the jeans or the wrong way. Right? <laughs> you get a whiff of her perfume. right? <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, week <laughs> when the Umbumtu tribe shows up in your history text. <laughs> Um, but he did have a foot related one that, uh, you know, I was, I was, I really enjoyed uh, him telling me about, but uh, long story short, it's, you know, what we always reference, which is the girl sitting in front of you, right. Or slightly to the side. Mm-hmm. And, and she was wearing flip flops and, you know, with flip flops, you can't, you don't really put your feet down or, you know, your, your feet are kind of pointed underneath the chair. And when you're on your tippy toes, the, the flip-flop stays down. So you get a nice big view of the soles. Mm -hmm. And especially the arch. Yes. And he said that she wasn't playing with them, like taking them on and off. Like it wasn't that kind of a tease, but she was shaking them, you know, like she, her leg was bouncing up and down, up and down, up and down, which made the, the flip-flop flap a little bit and then every time it went down he could see the sole and he said it was the kind of sole that he liked which was you know nice and wide and smooth and red it goes back to the red and he likes the uh, just the really bright red soles I don't know why exactly we'll have to have another episode on that I imagine uh, <laughs> got to invite him on the podcast at some point anyway yes yes he's agreed he's agreed actually but just you know we'll figure it Scheduling, out sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's gonna be a, a tough schedule as i understand um but yeah so so that did that was the time that he did have an erection so um that was a that was kind of a fun story to hear but i think most of the you know, accidental erections had to have happened in junior high and high school. Mm. Well, I know when we uh, asked of our audience, we got a ton of stories from school days. Um, I've told stories from school days, you know, at least the, uh, the idea of kind of what I did, not necessarily a, a particular boner story, but you know, how I would, choose a, a place in the classroom based on the the girl who you know caught my eye <laughs> on the first day of class for the classes where we had then assigned seating or you know for the classes that were a little more liberal or early college where you just sat where you wanted you know it if you were kind of if it was a particularly horny day there was a, a choice of seat based on what you could see <laughs> Um, and the same was always true on subways and trains. Um, God, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say I'm the creepy guy in the subway because I've never really done anything creepy. I'm not sitting there with a newspaper masturbating or uh, taking pictures <laughs> or anything else. But especially after a 
day, uh, uh, pardon me, a night in the clubs, coming back on the train, kind of knowing I'm going to just kind of relax and lay down or relax and recline and half asleep. Yeah. If there was a, a spot I could see the the girl that I knew or could see was going to relax and recline and maybe put her feet up, I'd take that risk and find the seat that would give me that view. Well, I'm human. Uh, we, I mean, we didn't do trains or subways where I grew up. We did buses. Um, and I did have um, an incident on the bus um, where someone did like a drive-by, <laughs> like a walk-by. And I, I, it was kind of crowded, um, so I couldn't tell who it was, but I felt the nail go across my soul. You know, like the feet are up and everybody's kind of shuffling, trying to get, some are getting on, some are getting off. Oh, 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 you're saying S-O-L-E. <laughs> I thought you were making some sort of metaphorical reference to the soul. <laughs> no, you're saying literally some guy walked by you on the bus and strokes the bottom of your foot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd take my shoes off on the bus. See, I, you were the girl I'd be sitting on. Yeah. I, I would take my shoes off on the bus and I used to try to sit on at the back of the bus. The the seats were well, higher. All the troublemakers. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You've you've made no no um secret about where you grew up. Right. Yeah. Um, And although I never rode a bus in L.A. proper. I did ride one on the Santa Monica line, and I know exactly what you're talking about, where you get to the back, maybe three rows of seats, and it's, for some reason, it's like step up maybe three feet higher than the rest of the bus. Yeah, yeah, almost like you're getting your uh, your shoes, you know, polished or... Yes, very yeah. much like that. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a shoe sign. So I don't know why you design your LA buses that way, but yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, so I'd like to sit back there um, because... So next week I... on the LA Transport <laughs> Podcast... We're going to have an expert come on and tell us why the fuck the buses are designed that way. But um, yeah, I'd sit back there because I could see. And I would try to get one of the corner ones because I could see sort of everything around me. And it was, you know, buses are creepy, They're, you know, especially if you're going through downtown LA. Um, and so I would pick one of the seats on the corner and it'd be higher than the rest of them. And then there'd be that sort of that handlebar across the next row. And I'd stick my feet up there and I'd cross at the ankles. And if I was wearing like boots, I, they'd stay on. If I was wearing tennis shoes, most likely they'd stay on. But if I was wearing flip flops, they'd come off. Um, and so it was during one of those times when there was like a big shuffle, people getting on, people getting off. It was really crowded. And um, and I felt the the scratch. And up until, you know, some years ago, I didn't realize that that was intentional. I didn't think I mean, I moved. It made me twitch and I moved my feet away. But uh, you just assume somebody was grabbing the handrail for balance yeah, or whatever to get yeah. into a seat. No, but it was too deliberate, like no looking like. When I really think about it, it was way deliberate because it was way, if it were a scratch, if it were accidental, they were grabbing the rail. It would have just been a whoop, like a little swipe, but no, it was like, and more likely bottom like a to knuckle top. or a heel of the hand, right. not yeah. a fingertip. Yeah. And it was like bottom to the top. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I know you can't see this, but I just did this like jump twitch thing that was like <laughs> where my hands were flailing and my head was turning so. This is perhaps why we need to follow that uh, thought we had that this podcast needs to go on YouTube when we can. Yeah. 
yeah, we, we're going to. That's the next goal is we're going to air our uh, podcast on YouTube. Um, and we'll have a foot cam or a face cam or, you know, we'll point the fucking camera wherever the hell we feel like it. Um, it'll be, for, it'll be. For any. I don't think I'm appearing Unless I got a particularly interesting pair of socks on. Yeah, you could point it Actually, at your socks. Like today, uh, for our Instagram listeners, uh, can backtrace how far we record. But uh, today, literally, a uh, brand new pair of Crossy the Clown socks. Crossy the Clown from The Simpsons. I haven't bought a brand new pair of socks, I think, <laughs> since COVID. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, we don't want to brave malls. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I shop for the things exactly I need, and socks wasn't on it, that list. So, finally, got a brand new pair. We got a couple pair of Crossy the Clown socks. Did you post them already, or you haven't shown them to us yet? No, no, they your... were there. They are posted already on uh, Instagram. Well, and we're going to let Top Toes hold on to his socks and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back, and my socks are still on my feet. Um, <laughs> so mine are not. <laughs> and yet, no YouTube. <laughs> That's see, we're we're behind here. It's such a we, damn shame. We are, we are. The little bit of logistics we got to work out. Um, you know, a couple YouTubers we need to pick the brains of. If you're a avid YouTuber, especially one who doesn't record live, who records and then uploads, uh, you know, give us, reach out to one of us. We do have a couple questions. We can figure it out on our own, but it's easier to pick your brains. And, right. you know, <laughs> then we get to thank you on the podcast for being, you know, our wealth of information or something or not. So um, buses, trains, trains, planes, and automobiles, automobiles. Uh, how often have I almost wrecked a car? Because I'm like looking over at the uh, the car one lane left of me with the woman Ooh. with the feet up on the dash. Oh, yeah. Now, officially, we cannot advocate putting your feet on the dash because if you want a motor vehicle with an airbag and uh, like most people do, and if you uh, get into a collision with your feet on the dash and the airbag breaks your knees and ankles, and it's, a, it's a really not good scene. Right. That being yeah. said, we all notice it. I don't know if you do it because we notice it or just because your legs get cramped, but we I, all notice it. <laughs> I I think it's, it's for me, it's both, but I think for people who don't have a foot fetish, it's just them just stretching out their legs on a, you know, it happens on a, on a long road trip. Usually. I mean, I do it too. I just like to see my feet pressed up against the, the window. Yeah. The windshield. Get- uh, People I like... uh, doing that and then like looking at the, the, the sort of steamy footprints left. Um, yeah, I love girl, that. <laughs> some summers ago, really hot day, uh, woman driving down the road, driver, 
left foot out the window and like hooked over her own side mirror. So she was driving. She was driving. Obviously an automatic. Okay. (laughs) For for our listeners under the age of 40, uh, there is a type of car called a manual that has a left foot pedal called the clutch. (laughs) (laughs) No one drives a stick shift anymore. (laughs) I do and proud, very proudly. Well, I don't currently. I can. My current car is an automatic um i'm looking for a new car that will be a manual uh makes them very hard to find now but yeah they're so they're so they they're so much cheaper too like it's just well there's a i find there's a break point actually originally i I noticed that yeah the manuals on the on the car dealership lot are like three thousand less than their automatic counterpart because so few people can drive them but then when you're looking for used cars they make so few of them that they start getting in premium later because mm. if you are looking for one, there are so They're few hard of them find. available. They're, but, yeah. Yeah. Supply and demand. My exactly. husband drives a, a stick shift uh, and it's actually a Volkswagen. He's a Volkswagen guy. Yeah. Um, Volkswagen guy. He, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and uh, I was, I started to say, uh, Miss Bliss is very, very proudly a manual driver. Oh, wow. Yes. Good for her. But, but okay, I have to ask because I can't get in the car with a manual driver because they make me, I get car sick. I get motion sickness very easily. Um, so is she a somebody, smooth driver? If somebody is smooth on the clutch, yeah, it's a little, um, so I, she wasn't driving that car for a while and I remember getting in it with her the first time she drove it and it was like. Yeah, you could feel that the shifts weren't smooth. And then, you know, give it a few weeks. Yeah, you wouldn't notice that you weren't driving an automatic. Because I think that my husband is, I mean, he's an excellent driver. He's just, he drives like he's still racing a little bit. Yeah, so very quick on the clutch. Yeah, so uh, I get car sick in his car. I can't. So I drive us everywhere in my automatic Cause I, yeah, I can't. So, but you know that. Uh, yeah. That... Well, car, car talk is click and clack on NPR. I love that show, but if people want to hear more about cars, they can go there. We're talking feet. <laughs> but that goes hands in hand or, you know, foot in foot with pedal pumping that we've been talking about lately. Yeah. So, I don't uh... know if I know any, st- I haven't heard when we pulled our audience, we didn't get any pedal pumping accidental tease stories i can't think of a time that i was sitting in a car excuse me and particularly noticed (laughs) you that's it you're gonna fire me now that's it you know what that's That's it it. that's that's over that's the crime (laughs) Um, Uh, yeah i haven't i can't remember any time i'm driving and you got the accidental tease from somebody or i'm passenging i'm in the passenger seat passenging isn't a word Wow, I mean, do we need we, to scrap this whole thing and re-record? You no. know, you know what? No, we <laughs> we make up our own shit all the time. <laughs> right. So yes, I can't think of a particular time as a passenger that I noticed the female driver's feet and what they were doing, uh, or that it was particularly of interest. That I don't know that that particularly sits on this topic, but the feet on the dash definitely does. 
I've seen uh, the feet hanging out of the uh, passenger windows. Like both yep. feet just kind of like, so the person's kind of sideways and the feet are hanging out, kind of bouncing. Yeah. Or if the, the side mirror is in a good position to rest on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember there was I a time know as the driver, I've had women both unintentional, well, intentionally, but not intentionally for my benefit. And sometimes intentionally for my benefit, put their feet up on the dash or on the windshield. Uh, yeah. I, um, I, I think it's, I think, I mean, feet are sexy to me, right? So I, I kind of can't say this. But even before I realized that it was a foot fetish, I always stuck my feet. I put my feet everywhere. I say that all the time. I used to just, like, point at things with my feet and grab things. So I just thought they were sexy. It's just when they're pointed, they look amazing. It's just like them being in a heel. So um, there was a meme. Do you remember like, some years ago there was a meme or a video that went viral uh, where the girl was saying, uh, like, I had my feet out the window and this truck driver or this uh, motorcycle driver uh, drove by and licked it. I mean, it was huge. It was everywhere. I don't know if you ever saw it, but. No, I didn't. And yeah. Like, she was being, obviously vanilla. Very vanilla. Being a motorcycle rider, I, I don't know if the physics uh, really allows for that. <laughs> Sounds a bit made up. Uh, well, there was like a picture of like the girl's feet hanging out and the guy driving away, like driving you know, the, by, like, driving away, right, driving by, look, um, tilting your body enough on a bike that you could actually touch the feet of the woman on the car next to you with your tongue. I think that would basically cause you to be run over by the car they were driving. What if they were stopped? Oh, stopped is completely right? different. You yeah, whatever you want, yeah. stopped. I, I can't remember what it was. What okay. it was. But I do know that... Not um, at 50 miles an hour, I assure you. Uh, you know, unless you're literally evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be so... I think that I would be fascinated by that. Now, please, please, listeners, don't go around licking women's yes. souls. We are not advertising that at all. Uh, you but, do, we, we don't advocate you putting your feet on the dash <laughs> because we don't want your airbag destroying your knees in the occasion of an accident. Uh, motorcycle riders, we don't want you trying to touch other moving motor vehicles. No, no. Um, drivers in general, we do not want you uh, <laughs> staring at the woman's feet in the passenger ve- of the vehicle next to you and accidentally get to an accident. Um <laughs> And all listeners in all walks of life and circumstance, we do not want you uh, unwitting, unwillingly, <laughs> non-consensually touching anyone. That's right. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. Do yeah. not. There, there non-consensually. is our 10-minute disclaimer for the show. These are the things we don't endorse, <laughs> but we can still say they're kind of sexy. But I, but I think I would, I it would just tickle me quite literally figuratively and literally I would just tickle me to have somebody like if I if my feet happen to be hanging out and I'm not trying to be sexy they're just hanging out the window and somebody comes by and just takes a quick lick like it would be funny to me I would it would just be a great story to tell I think what if it was on a Los Angeles bus <laughs> Well, you know, there's something about, you know, you being in your own personal space and there's something about being in a public space where you can't really run and hide. I mean, that's that's a little scary. Mm. But um, so now we've definitely covered the whole planes, trains and automobiles for sure. 
Um, but no, going back, you know what? We didn't cover planes. Everybody, no, we didn't. And no. oh my god, the sub fetish in the foot world, and in the especially in the nylon component of the foot world, for um, we call them stewardesses. Some nationalities call them air hostesses. Flight attendants. Flight attendants is the nice, correct, politically correct term. Um, oh yeah, the fetish, yeah. the flight attendant foot, the fetish for flight attendants' nylon feet is its own tiny but ginormous pocket. Yeah, yeah. And I did have an opportunity to um, flying first class. I think it was JetBlue's first class puts you right at the front of the plane and there isn't a wall in there's like a, a quarter wall in front of you so you can s- see to where the um the flight attendants are doing their work and yeah they do two three laps up and down the plane with the cart and whatever and invariably they spend the next 10 minutes while they're you know heating up the coffee or getting the meals with one foot out of the shoe and then the other foot out of the shoe there is there's no lie in that fantasy it's reality. Right. I've seen a flight attendant, like, you know, after she tells everybody, like, you know, everybody get back to your seats and put your seatbelts on. I've seen her sit in that itty bitty seat oh, next the, to the, the pilot. Jump seat, the jump right. seat next yeah. to the emergency door. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, you know, sitting in that little thing and she straps herself in. She looks like they're harnessed in. Practically. Um, and lifts her you know takes leaves her shoes on the floor lifts her foot up and starts rubbing her nylon feet very sexy yeah i mean for a sweat fetishist yeah yeah I yeah know. definitely well what about you know the, I... the odd thing is the flight attendants seem to universally understand that they are the object of foot fetish desire well not just foot fetish just i mean it's a it's a they have to be very fit and attractive. It's part of the requirement, right? They, they, they. It depends on the airline. <laughs> no, well, they keep it under the like. They try to make it seem like there's a weight limit. So, due to weight limits, you have to stay under this weight. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm I, not saying I, they're all. I attractive. think functionally, you actually have to call it a width limit because they're they're cramming so many seats on planes that the aisles get narrower and narrower. So you you just can't be big in the hip. It's just going to make your job hard. Right. So yes, there there, and then the the golden age of flight, and even through the seventies, yeah, there is a, a, and on the higher end airlines, there is a standard of beauty that they can't admit as a standard of beauty, but it damn well is there. Yeah, yeah. You know they're they're almost as they're they're almost at a rockets kind of, and they can just mm-hmm. say, well, you have to be able to reach the overhead bin, and you have to be able to move comfortably through the aisles and as you said weight <laughs> limit and basically without saying you have to be built like a rocket you have to be built like a rocket right you have to be tall thin <laughs> and where and you're forced to wear nylons i mean uh, oh, that's Jesus. the one thing they can say here is your <laughs> uniform and on most airlines it is still it's a, a fairly modest knee-length skirt um nylons and full full face of makeup yeah i yeah no often still a little goofy cap <laughs> <laughs> or a little goofy tie or a little you know scarf or whatever yes, the, yeah the scarf thing uh, and uh yeah, 
yeah, some sort of enclosed leather shoe. Don't know that they can really mandate heels in this day and age, but it's something in that realm. You're you're not going to see the lunch lady shoe. No, and uh, no flats. I don't think they're allowed to wear flats. Uh, some of the airlines. I I know. Um, again, I'll say JetBlue. I just happen to fly JetBlue more than other airlines, and uh, you do see some some flats. Um, kind of like a a ballet flat with maybe a half inch wedge to it. Mm. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, I can to see be that. The, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, so it still has kind of the same shape as a pump without the heel or the kitten heel version. I, you won't see a flight attendant in like stilettos anyway. <laughs> Not if you're going to be able you break an ankle with the turbulence. Yeah, and, so even, and all that even walking. their heels are modest, but at the same time, no matter what shoe you're wearing in that job, you, halfway through the flight, you're rubbing your feet. It doesn't matter who you are. What about the passengers that, you know, kick off their, everybody kicks off their shoes on a long flight. What about the passengers that stick their, their feet uh, on the hand rest or the armrest of the empty seat in front of them? Oh. Which puts their, you know, feet in proximity of someone's, you know. I I can't think of it specifically that it's happened, but I feel like it honestly has happened to me. I, I think it's tell happened you to all it's of us. Plane or like coach class on a train where you have the individual seats that are set up the similarly, or even possibly at a movie theater before the bark launcher seating, the regular seating at a movie theater. In some position like that where I was in a public place with rows of seats with armrests like that, I had somebody else's foot pop into my armrest. Absolutely. Same with the theater. Right? Yeah. I mean, and we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. In a previous podcast. This putting I, think, the... I couldn't tell you which public space of seats of that nature I was at, but I know it has happened. Yeah, I think it's happened to all of us. And it just depends on who's doing the placement of the foot, right? I mean, if it's a this old fat guy, this old gross guy, this old, you know, or, or, or young, skinny, greasy guy, like somebody that you don't find attractive. Uh, yeah, that's not going to fly for, for a lot of people, but if it's a pretty foot, yeah, but then that's just like, the right amount of smell to it. I mean, that's <laughs> right. But then even though they're invading your personal space, it's not like you can reach over and touch it. I did have somebody do that to me. It was a, a group trip. Um, one of the rare times I drove to New York City. Uh, you know, probably, yeah, I think we were maxed out five in the car. And um, all of a sudden on the armrest from the front seat is uh, my friend in the back's uh, pantyhose clad foot. And Ooh. <laughs> I don't think she, um, I don't think she had a reason to know. I think she was either just stretching or just being, you know, playful and silly. Um, so I drove a few miles while rubbing her foot. Yeah. Friend of mine, I can get away with that. Right. Yeah. Stranger in the theater. Not so much. No, not so much for um, me. That, you know, that... That's I'll say that one was young enough and, uh, whether intentional or unintentional, we'll, we'll, we'll call that one, um, in the category of accidentally aroused. <laughs> we'll put that <laughs> as we pose the question to our listeners. Um, well, I've not 
I've not ever been aroused by a foot <laughs> um, accidentally, uh, but I I think that I have done that quite a bit. And the few times that I've noticed it, I I'm a complete fucking tease. I will do put on a whole fucking show right then and there. Yeah, but so the, which... take the shoe off, put the shoe back on, dangle it rub it a little bit like oh stretch my legs you know put it back in the shoe i mean mm-hmm. yeah and i uh, i asked the audience so you know because i probably have more followers or more followers that will respond to me from the the female side of our listenership i made sure when i posed the question to our listeners that i said or for the women have you ever had a circumstance where you Notice that you were accidentally giving somebody a tease, and then what? Um, or just tell us about it. Fine. So, uh, a friend of ours, a listener of the podcast, and uh, she'll know who she is in a moment, uh, <laughs> said that she caught her friend's husband watching her dangle her flip flop, and um. And from the sound of the follow-up question, it doesn't sound like she stopped because she then goes on to tell me uh, privately, but sorry, I'm not using your name, so I'm going to use your private. She says, quote, I was so fucking excited. <laughs> so our friend there is, is an evil little tease and uh, apparently a bit of an exhibitionist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's such a compliment, I think. To unintentionally turn someone on, especially someone that close to you, and you know they're fighting it. Well, she's being ah. even more wicked because this is her friend's husband. So now she's assumably, you know, her and her SO and her friend and her friend's husband are in the same room. And now she knows that she's got the friend's husband in front of her own husband and ah, the so, friend. So delicious. I love that scenario. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah. I put on a show any chance I get, to be honest. So I do not blame her if I caught if I caught my friend's husband looking. I you know it I think it's different if it were my breasts or my ass. You know, um, because I've had that happen too, and that's really uncomfortable for me. But I think the feet are a little bit different. Yeah, you slightly. know, the feet are just a little bit different for me. Like, I feel like I can get away with more because it's I think not... the whole reason we can have this conversation is because even though it's an object of sexual desire for us and our audience, it's still just a little more innocuous and a little more tame and a little more PG-13. Right. Yeah. And therefore you can get away with more. And we'll continue to talk about what our uh, listeners who have responded have gotten away with just after this little break. And we're back. And um, so what were we talking about? Uh, Obviously, we're talking about public. I don't remember the last place we mentioned, but I know when we opened the mailbag, School. School came up. Oh, oh gosh. Your, so many. Your husband mentioned school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've mentioned school in a couple of previous. Uh, so here's one out of the mailbag um, that I think is 
worth reading verbatim. Uh, my high school teacher walked to school and would change out of her sneakers into heels every day. I sat next to her desk. Well, that's a strange layout of a class, but all right. Maybe he was <laughs> with the dunce cap. No. Um, I remember they used to have the desk right next to the teacher's desk for the kid who was in trouble. So maybe this kid was in trouble a lot. Or or directly in front of it, there was like a row. So yeah, if her maybe desk he... was at the corner then. All right. So she would change out of her sneakers into heels every day. And he sat next to her desk, as he puts it, and fell in love with her pantyhosed feet. Couldn't wait every day to see her change them. Um, I, common. Com- very common. And so common. Applies to the workforce as well. Uh, for anyone who worked in the city, especially, um, or anywhere semi-urban where it was either a walk from the parking garage to work or people who commuted by train. Um, you know, I've talked about being a train commuter a lot. So, oh yeah, those women, sneakers and pumps in the handbag. And in the 90s, especially when uh, hosiery was part of the uniform, but we're talking feet, not necessarily pantyhose feet. So one way or the other, yeah, you always, if you work in any sort of office like that, there's always one or two women who come in in the sneakers and have to change into the, the heels for work. And, you know, one could be guilty of making sure that that was the person they had the morning water cooler conversation with. Not saying I did that. Uh, well, <laughs> I was probably that person that people wanted to have that <laughs> that morning cooler conversation with or the end of the day because uh, you, you know, change back i used to i mean I, i've said this multiple times i used to work at a university where it was mandatory to wear the nylons and um it was a university and i had a lot of running around to do so when i was going from one end of the campus to the other one and I needed to get there fast, I would change. Heels don't bother me. I'm really comfortable with them. And my feet don't tend to ache. Or I didn't then um, with them on. So I didn't change into an, an out of tennis shoes all the time. Um, <clears throat> but if it was a particularly high pair, then I would. And they have these little um, ballerina flats that you can roll. Like oh, they're yes. so thin, you roll them into like, and you can even like, I know them. You get them at the drugstore. Yeah. Yeah, they they look like little like the little baggy packs that you carry when you walk your dog. You know, they're so so little. Yeah, cuz they they the elastic around the mm-hmm. the opening just kind of compresses them completely and they flip into your even the smallest of handbags. Yeah. And so uh, it doesn't so... Really matter what you're switching in and out of if you're the person doing the shoe switch one to two to three times a day, beginning of the day, end of the day, the women who take a walk on their lunch hour. And I used to think that people sought me out. Uh, and because, because of a lot of the times... conversation skills. <laughs> no, well, I, I mean, do. yes, that could be, but no, um, back then I used to think that they were just trying to plant little seeds in my head because I worked directly under the uh, president. Oh, and, oh, and you so were, you were the position, you were not the position of authority, but you were the, pipeline to the ear of the position yes, of authority. I, so you I, thought I, people were just sucking up to you 
when exactly. actually they're just trying to find an excuse to look at your pretty feet. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know yeah, what? Just popped I... into my head. Just, just right this moment, just because of the phrasing. Um, shameless plug on the, uh, <laughs> the the Team Top Toes t-shirts. But my biggest seller, obviously, among the women, they, they love the uh, the the two that just very simply say in just a, a plain text, I caught you looking at my hashtag pretty feet or I saw you looking at my hashtag pretty feet. And yeah. the, women seem to get a kick out of it. And I've sold a ton of them. And yeah, you uh, it's because it's true, because we're definitely saying that um, the women who do notice absolutely get a kick out of the, the fact that guys are noticing. I have yet to come across someone that is bothered by it. Yeah. I mean, unless they don't want to be recognized. That's a different story, recognition. But I think anyone's flattered, especially since nobody really considers looking at somebody's feet terribly pervy. Pull out your dick, you're you're beyond pervy. But in general, yeah, (laughs) you might catch the other person being embarrassed, which I think some women will have a little bit of a sadistic streak but overall it's harmless yeah you know until you get to the the weird stereotypes of stealing shoes or blah 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 just the (laughs) noticing is innocuous harmless but if you notice it there's that hair of embarrassment which gives the woman that hair of um domination and i think it tickles a lot of women even if they aren't totally in, in the fetish yeah before i was in the foot fetish community so before i had identified what it was if I caught a man looking at my feet I assumed that it was because I had really I mean I was in nylons and really high shoes just very sexy and and my outfits were plain you know so I could wear a black suit or a blue suit or a gray suit um you know and I felt really uh boring and drab because I wasn't in my uh, you know, it wasn't my style, right? And so I would shine with the shoes. I just had crazy, crazy shoes. Mm. Like really bright. Like I would wear uh, ones with zombies on them. I mean, I was really pushing the line there because, you know, we had such a strict dress code and there I am wearing shoes with zombies on them. Yeah, well, I, uh, I worked in a very conservative <laughs> place and I, I, I rock with the socks that are, uh, you know. Right, there you are wearing eight socks. <laughs> And, um, and so sometimes I would think it was the shoes, but also I like really super fucking bright pedicure. Like you could not, even if you were not a foot fetish, you could not, not look, you know, like you'd have to look. Your your pedicures are downright recognizable. (laughs) That they are. (laughs) So, but even if, even if I didn't realize that it was a foot fetish then i they i would catch them looking at me and i would wink mm. like if i if i caught them looking at my toes or my shoes and then we'd make eye contact i'd wink like just that you know really fast little i such a fucking tease but um but yes my pedicures are pretty recognizable um i'm sure that i i in fact i know now that i did give someone an uh, accidental hard-on at the grocery store um, where I really wasn't being a tease. Um, So one day I 
was at the grocery store with the kids and I babysat my sister's kids at the time. And so I probably had two or three kids with me and I noticed a guy kind of like, I think he had a cart and he like leaned over to the side of the cart and I thought he was looking at the wheel. And for just a, a brief moment, the thought crossed my mind that he was looking at my feet and I think I was wearing gold flip flops. And I thought, you know what? I'm just so fucking full of myself. Like, not everybody is looking at your feet, Emmy. Get it together. And so I went about my shopping, and then I saw him again. Same guy, and I, I knew it was him. I recognized him. I was like, that's the same guy from, you know, the cart. And I must have seen him or run into the same aisle um, maybe three or four times, and I just assumed, you know, we're going in order in the grocery store, right? You go... You like know, you're supposed you, to, especially right, so, now, now that they put the arrows on the ground that prevent you from going. The literally, way. right. Yeah. <laughs> literally tell you where to go. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, <clears throat> this was pre COVID. So it's a couple of years ago, but um, months later, I received a message from someone saying, Hey, did you go shopping at, you know, blah. at the, at the store, at the corner of the blah, blah, blah. And really freaked me out you know, because it was someone I had never spoken with, someone I didn't know. And, and I was like, well, uh, I've been there before. Uh, he said, but, but no, that's not, you know, that's not where I live because that's what he said. Like, do you live, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and you're like stranger danger. <laughs> right. Um, and then he admitted to me that he recognized my watermelon pedicure. He said he had never seen one before like that. And it immediately caught his eye and he tried his best not to, Be to the stare. That he, yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> he tried his best not to stare. Um, and so one of the questions I asked was, well, uh, why didn't you just say hi? Like, why were you creeping? Right. Why didn't you just say hi? And he said, I didn't. He said, well, I didn't know that you had a page then. And and I said, yeah, but as a just a woman at the grocery store, why didn't you say, hey, I'm so like, why didn't you, you know, hit on me then? And he said well, you that just I said was, you were with 42 kids. And that's what he said. He's like, well, you were with your kids and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to bother you. Yeah. Um, but, he, you know, he was good and he was appropriate and he made his after the fact. Yeah. But maybe at, mildly creepy at the beginning. But, you know, he evened it out and he ended up he's he, he tried, joke on yeah. him because he might be a listener. But, you know, uh, overall, you know, not he, a creeper. Yeah, no, he tried really hard not to be, but yeah, that was one of those moments where he got a boner and, you know, I was just walking around minding my business. I wasn't trying to be a tease, uh, but I, of, so of course I didn't know it at the time. It took, you know, five or six months for him to find me later and realize that I was that one person, but that's how. Well, so does he have uh, just the amazing memory that he stumbles across your page five six months later remembers the petty or is he spending five six months trying to dig up find you on the internet somewhere <laughs> just looking up the hashtag watermelon and pedicures right <laughs> on 17 different platforms until he lands in the right one uh no i think it was purely accidental i think it was just coincidence and he remembered um and i think it was because he's a decent guy so i think he was just so uh, freaked out by the fact that he couldn't control his body at the grocery store so yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah um but poor, we got a lot guys of... popping boners in public but that's what I we wanted to know a... about because yeah because we're got creeps, a lot of i guess 
you know, I say this about us a lot. Like I always say, like, because we're perverts, you know. Because but... we're perverts, yes. <laughs> Men, tell us about the times you got uncontrollable boners. We want to know. <laughs> no, we want to know about how the fetish affects people out there in the world. Um, you know? Right, because like you said, it, you know, you don't see tits and ass just at the grocery store walking around you know of course you get that one rare person when you go to the walmart but that's <laughs> but you Those know aren't tits and ass you want to look at <laughs> not usually um but yeah how do you handle the unexpected surge of arousal when you see someone doing that thing that just gets you going and they're not doing it on purpose they're just yeah, in in at, line, taking off their flip flop or whatever. I was at a meeting that happened to have like the um, the horseshoe shaped table, and the woman across from me was a big time shoe player, and you know I it, I'm not so worried about like popping the boner, but I am worried about keeping my focus in this meeting, especially when it comes time mm. for me to be the one talking and like. Yeah. And instead of looking at the PowerPoint, you're looking at her feet. <laughs> Thankfully, it was uh, no PowerPoint. It was my own, <laughs> my own notes in front of me, which, you know, gave me a way to break focus, uh, you know, when I went to talk. But, yeah, the, you know, I'm not saying accidental boner at this point in my life. Some people say maybe you're a bit desensitized because I am like, you know, the king of feet on Instagram and looking at them. <laughs> So many times a day, it's like, yeah. Right. So many different ones, so many times a day. But no, still enough to break my concentration for sure. And if she wasn't totally absent-minded and she knew better, uh, especially since this was... To to say a meeting is adversarial doesn't make sense. It'd be hard to describe what and why. But we'll say we're making point and counterpoint. Call it a debate in a sense. Okay. Um, so she could have used that to to break my to point sh- to her advantage <laughs> to shut me down in a way yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i mean there's not and it so many people i mean we got so many Sorry, really negotiation good negotiation would be the word i was looking for that i couldn't come up with <laughs> She she would win. <laughs> right, right. It, it was a sort of negotiation in in that sort of meeting. And uh, yeah, that could have yeah. been to my detriment. Um, we got so many um, really good stories, but and a lot of them were very similar in with the whole um, in, in high school. Yeah, a lot right? of the, teachers. the teachers. Yeah. Um, and, and I would think by high school. And in the professional workplace, so many desks ended up having privacy panel. Um, but I, when I was younger, that you could see the teacher's feet under the desk. Um, yeah. And then when you're older, you occasionally got, especially, you know, college professors who liked to, and high school, and some of them were the ones who were like the younger teacher, uh, who liked to come around and sit on the front of the desk. Come around, sit on oh. the front of their desk, cross their leg, dangle the heel. Those fucking women knew what they were doing. Oh God, yeah. They're yeah, oh, they're God. the ones who end up in these scandals, like banging eighteen-year-old boys. That's like the beginning of a of soft porn. I mean, that's just practically all, even but, hard you know, porn. 
We we put up with we put up with this. <laughs> I'm devastated. No. no, but there always were high school and college. And there were guys too. Maybe not. Actually, no. I did have a. I had a male professor who dangled his fucking loafers. No, this is the what? change in my voice. I'm like, it just I seems did... so weird. <laughs> it did change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No accidental boners there. Uh, that's for sure. No accidental arousal there. Um, you know, yeah. I, I bat for both teams. I mean, I could have, but no, not really. It's just too weird. No, but I don't think that it's the same. No, not for it's me. It's different. Yeah, I think it's different things that attract you. Yeah. To males and females. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, well, did you have um, any other good ones that you wanted to... <laughs> To share with us? Well, we had another friend who had a a really unique story. I was just waiting to see if there was any way to segue to it. Um, oh. <laughs> so, looping back to the fact that you, ha- you used to wear colored heels. No, not really. It's not even a good segue. To <laughs> it happens to include the word. So, so this, this friend of ours did message us with this unique story. Um that I'm not sure we can tell without some interjection right in the middle of it because it's so he says I bought a pair of red heels off Facebook so I'm going to remind you this is a guy and he is not a crossdresser uh, I don't know that we will find out in time or did we did you find out who he was buying uh, the heels for I actually literally just came in excellent all right <laughs> They were for someone that he used to see for uh, a foot love. Okay. While he was single. Right. So we're not going to call him out in case both he and the former foot fling of his are potentially listening so that we don't reveal to him, to her, years later that he was buying her secondhand shoes. But he was. (laughs) So Facebook Marketplace, you know, like I'm going it, to, it's like offer up. It's, uh, you know, I'm going to buy this. And I'm going to pick it up from you. So when I went to collect them, she was showing me the condition of them. And she said, there's a small mark on the side. But you will only notice it if you're on your knees kissing them. He says, hottest moment ever. <laughs> so he's got this side, not side piece. He's got this girl he sees casually for some foot love. And he's looking to get her a new pair of secondhand heels. Um, but maybe it wasn't secondhand heels. Maybe it, maybe was, it was a new like, box. Never right, worn. I, yeah. I bought them and I never liked them. Whatever right. the reason. Wore them that one time to, for 20 minutes to a wedding or whatever. Yeah. But. He goes to pick up the heels and apparently is buying them from Little Miss Foot Dom, who says, there's a small mark on the side, but you'll never, but you'll only notice if you're on your knees kissing them. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently her, her feminine wiles and expert shoe sales uh, got him a bit flustered. <laughs> well, and I asked him, you know, had you been talking about that? And he said, th- no, that it was completely out of the bo- out of the blue. So I'm assuming he was just 
literally exchanging like the whole price and negotiating and then meeting up to get the shoes and she he was not negotiating that. at that point <laughs> he paid full price plus 20 percent at that point he says i almost offered that then and there but shock got the better of me <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh! Um, and I think he... we've all been there. Uh, well, guys or uh, people who appreciate feet, uh, where we notice, we get caught noticing, and for half a second we're brave enough to just completely swallow and no, because at that point you know, and she knows, and she knows that you know, and that would be the perfect time to just say something. Yeah, and unless we're well, I, I can only speak for myself. The only times I've ever said something is, you know, the, the party situation. You know, we talked about this at Christmas where uh, all HR rules go out the window at the Christmas party. Right. Sexual harassment city. I wouldn't say I've sexually harassed people, but that's when you get the, you know, the most maybe, courage. maybe a little too tipsy to not be obvious with the stare and definitely too tipsy to not just fess up to exactly what you're doing. And it's yeah. <laughs> never been anything, I've never gotten a response that was like, that said, oh God, I shouldn't have said that. No, I always get something pretty casual and pretty whatever, or uh, a little bit more teasing because that person's just a jerk. But So if the times that you've come out and said something foot or nylon related, have you ever had a time when you've had a bad reaction and you kind of feel like you just kind of cringe and wish that you would have said that. No, that's the funny thing. No. And yet still you don't. You, I, in I sober think... situations, you, you, you're not that brazen to do it, but the times that in less than sober situations, I have done it. It's never seemed to matter. I think it just makes you that much more interesting. By the way, I have to I have to give him credit for this story because, you know, like a true foot fetishist, he does not care. So he's, own, <laughs> he's owning the story, even though I've called out he's a, for, for that past yeah. woman who got the second hand <laughs> shoes that gave him a boner from someone else's feet, and that is <laughs> our dear friend. Ash from Bondage and Binding. <laughs> remember him from part three of the Tide and Tickled series. That's right. And you know, you will hear from him again. I think we're going to try to get him and Misty on the show together. Um, but yeah, yeah Ash is Ash is a trooper. Ash is <laughs> Ash is truly a friend of the show now. I think we need to get him back on and you know, pick his brain a little bit about his foot fetish. I didn't realize it was, the, I thought yeah, it was bondage mostly. Because we wanted somebody in the bondage scene and dear God. Yeah. We'll, we'll put Ash in the show links again, because if you're listening now and you didn't hear that episode, you have to see this man's bondage skill. Um, oh, but he's also quite the foot guy. And I know his partner, Misty uh, was mentioned in that episode and she would love to come and tell us maybe maybe brag about how good a foot guy he is i think it would be great to have both of them on 
Oh yeah. I think it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And I, but I, you know, I'm really going to challenge us, me and you both. We, I really want to bring more of the feet into this. I mean, I get it. You know, bondage is our thing. They're an amazing couple at that. We got to pick his brain on bondage. Now it's time to talk about Ash, the foot fetishist. Yeah. I need to know more about these heels he was buying. (laughs) (laughs) So don't, yeah, down the road. Unless, you know, you're not catching this episode first run, in which case, you know, look for it in the uh, list of episodes. Um, And look for us on YouTube eventually. And look for us on ohthosetoes.teamtoptoes.com where you will find links to any links to Top Toes, links to where you can listen to the show, although you already are. And, uh, Oh, gosh. Links to all of our guests. I have to interrupt you because I got my T-shirt in today. Ah. I, I meant to I meant to tell you that, um, you know, when you were plugging it and I just let you do your thing and then we moved on. I totally forgot. Yeah. It's a great, I got the tank top. It's a great quality shirt. And the picture is so big of my own feet. It's almost embarrassing. <laughs> So beautiful. It's just all those toes. I was plugging the Team Top Toes t-shirts. Yes, we do have one Oh Those Toes design, which is linked directly on the Oh Those Toes website. Uh, They are part of the same store. They're just different categories for the podcast and not for the podcast. Uh, Any has their own category as well. If you just want uh, Any's feet on your chest or on a sticker or on a cell phone case, all kinds of mask. You can have any feet on your face. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have to wear masks too much longer. Uh, vaccination deployment is happening. Um, but, you know, while you do, or if just we go the style that Japan did, masks become part of public life because if it's not this virus, it's going to be the next one. Right. You can have any feet on your face. Yeah. And I, I'm going to, you know, say to anyone that buys any kind of merch with my feet on it, whether it's an Odo's Toes or an, an any uh, shirt uh, from your page there, uh, which I'm sure you have links everywhere. Um, then to. I, yeah, then you message me and I will have, you know, a five to 10 minute video for you. <laughs> And if you care to, uh, definitely get a shout out on my pages. Um, if you for sure, for sure, yeah. VIP show, show us wearing your podcast and or Team Top Toes any t shirts, and we'll happily shout the heck out of you because we love our fans, we love our listeners, we love everyone. Free love. <laughs> And with that, we thank you again for listening to us ramble about the crazy shit that goes through our head and some (laughs) of the crazy shit that our uh, listeners themselves have had to say. And thank you so much. It's been great. And for those of you who have have been masturbating to our voices right now, you're welcome. Very welcome.